0: Welcome to Fandom Chit Chat, a show where I get to vocalize anything and everything I find nerdy in the world of fandom. I'm your host, Zuhaira Lee. Today we're going to be talking about the trailer for Season 2 of Punisher, and because this is a young cast, um, a brief review of Season 1 and the direction that we think that Frank is going to be going in. Um, my guest is my friend, Greg. Greg, how you doing, bud?
1: I'm great, Zoo. How are you?
0: I am exhausted, but this cast keeps me alive so i'm up um so netflix's show punisher season two just dropped yesterday actually um i've been very anxious to watch it just haven't gotten around to starting because of life life happens um overall let's just getting straight to the point what was your overall thought of the the trailer for season two
1: all right first things first i just want to address that the female in that trailer has some balls <laughs> to say when she was like they killed everyone i know do you know how that feels to frank castle like if anyone knows how that feels it's him
0: i love the flashback uh, that they threw with it too his, yeah his uh, dream sequence
1: yeah when he screams when he sees his wife get shot yeah this is gnarly. And then uh, I also want to point out that Billy Russo, a.k.a. Jigsaw, uh, he does a voiceover and he says, I dreamt about the Punisher every night, and I just want to say same. <laughs> in, um,
0: in a fantasizing type of way or a nightmare type of way? Uh,
1: which one of those ways includes him taking his shirt off?
0: I mean, it could be both.
1: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> All right, so let's um
0: let's talk about the girl for a second. My theory on that is like Frank left New York. He's trying to live civilian life, not doing a good job. Um, girl gets picked on at the bar. He goes to save her, and it just ends up being like a bigger story than he thought it was. Um seems like it may involve some maybe gang violence. And, you know, she she points out in the trailer, it's like, it looks like you needed an excuse. So maybe he's, like, coming back to be the Punisher just because, like, he doesn't know what else to do or what else to be. What are your thoughts on that?
1: I'd say that was a pretty good theory. Honestly. So, just just based on the ending of the first one, of the first season... I wouldn't say he's giving up the Punisher entirely, like you said. Um, he's definitely looking for some sort of a justification behind his actions. But he's good at sniffing out trouble, and he knew that girl was involved in something. Yeah. But I think the people she's involved with are going to be different from from the people Jigsaw are involved with. Just because of the masks. You know, how his little crew wears masks? Yeah. But maybe she's a part of like um, the government, like cover-up side of uh, Punisher's backstory, hmm. and she's also on the run. That's that's what I'm thinking. And I'm wondering if Micro is going to make an appearance again.
0: I wonder that too. Um, just as kind of a hey, you know, you did a, you did a big solid for me. Let me help you out a little bit. I wasn't sure, I, the the thought didn't even cross my mind about the girl being government. I thought it was just be like, you know, loan sharks or some shady underground organization or, you know, she has a relative that owed somebody something and, you know, she's the one that survived type of ordeal.
1: Maybe he is going to start getting involved with like, uh... I mean, because the Punisher's whole big thing is like. He eliminates the gangs in the territories that he's in, and like even in the video games, like he's in. Have you ever played the, the Punisher two video game or the Punisher video game for PS two? I have not. Okay, well you missed out. <laughs> Shouldn't be doing this interview right now,
0: but that's why I bring the professionals in here because I don't know all the information, and I like having somebody who can fill the
1: gap. All right, so the Punisher, he just he just kills everyone. I mean, plain and simple. There's there's no what he does. But in the video game, your priority is to kill all of the gangs, right? Like, you start off with, like, the low-end, like, Italian mobs, and then you work your way up to, like, the high-end triads and shit. It's a really good game. Anyway, I think, based on what you said, to go with, like, to go through theory, I think uh, she'd be more involved with something like uh, the cartel, perhaps. Um, but, oh, weird. A uh, little interesting fact. So, you know who made Saw, right? The the series of Saw films? Lions and the Gate?
0: Let's pretend that's a yes.
1: Keep going. Have you ever seen the Saw films?
0: I don't think... I'm not a big horror person, so no, I don't think I have. All
1: right. Well, who, who made them was called Lions Gate. Okay. They also made a movie for The Punisher called Punisher Warzone. And in both of those films, the main villain... Is called
0: Jigsaw. Huh. Yeah. Anyway, let's
1: get back on topic. Was that the John Travolta one? No, 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 no. Okay. That was the one after
0: that. That's the only other Punisher movie I've seen. You should watch Warzone it's on Netflix. I may do that. But I do want to watch season hell. two Punisher. I like Violent as Hell. So long as it's not scary, Violent.
1: Oh, no, it's not but, scary at but, all.
0: But yeah, season one um of punisher started off that way too where he was hunting the cartel because like that's who he was blaming for his family's death and yeah. he just kind of had that thing and th- that's that's why the people of new york were a fan of him too it's like he's killing bad guys he's killing like dirty people um and that's kind of like where the where the where the ethical conversation comes in of like is he a good guy is he a bad guy is killing him the right track or is he just a murderer who gets to, you know, who gets to be the executioner type of thing.
1: Um, he's more of an anti-hero. Yeah, for sure. A a neutral good more so than like a neutral, like more so than Deadpool. Who's like a neutral chaotic. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? So in the comics, actually like, uh, there was a shooting between two gangs and his family was just kind of in a crossfire. Interestingly enough though, the the Punisher he ends up eliminating most of the gangs, right? And he mm-hmm. starts to think to himself, like, What happens when I'm done? you know? And then he starts dreaming about turning the gun to civilians. I didn't read much more after that, but Jeez. That's pretty, yeah.
0: One of my favorite things about him as a character is, like, how twitchy he is. Like, whenever he's talking to anybody, especially, like, Micro or Madani or um, anything like that, like, he never looks directly at them. He's always, like, looking around. He's always edgy. He's always um, just... You, You can tell, like, when he's in a frantic mode and when he's in mission mode. Like, he doesn't like the speculation part of things. And he's, he's a different person when he's trying to speculate and when he's, like, on point with his mission of what he has to do.
1: Almost like he's schizophrenic. A,
0: a little bit. A little bit. Um, Daredevil Season 2 did a lot, and I guess Season 1 did as well, of just kind of talking about, like, the veteran life. Um, you're currently in the Navy. I grew up in a military town obviously there's only so much that i've heard or anything i can relate to because i can't um but it is very um it is a very intense topic that i don't think really gets enough recognition and Mm -hmm. both of those you know depictions of of castle kind like display that very well um when it comes to him like the ptsd of like what happens to his family uh they address you know the military life and how there's just like a part of you that doesn't get away uh i just, I just finished watching season one again last night and they even got to the part where he was kind of like i always had two families like my family at home my wife and my kids and then like my marine family too um, yeah and that so that's why i don't i don't feel like there could ever be a point where he's at peace because because both of those worlds, both of those families have like now officially like conflicted with each other. Anybody that he gets comfortable with is just going to be like, "How am I going to lose this how am I either going to lose this person or how is this person going to screw me?"
1: because of what he had now, to deal I'm,
0: with with the CIA and with his family and
1: You're definitely on to something with that. I mean, even in the... did you notice the Corman? Yeah. best friend? Yeah, the guy yeah. who lost his leg? Curtis. Yeah. That's what I am. I'm a motherfucking corpsman. <laughs> well, you know, I could be working with the Punisher someday. Anyway, so uh, what you're saying is um, there's, there's just so much, there's so many ghosts for him. Oh, yeah. He'll never be, he'll never be a like, peace. Um, I think that you're you're right, and the reason that he's going around uh, killing all these people, I mean, when you when you're trying to do something for so so long, you never you never let it go. Like yeah, you're, you're just living it subconsciously. Maybe that's him just being him. And if you if you take the quote from season one where he says, "I love my family, like I love my son and my daughter," but There were times where I'd rather be in the blood, in the bullets, and in the shit than back at home. There's a part of him that just lives for that.
0: And we even had the guy, um, what was the kid's name, Lewis? I think it was Lewis. The one that just kind of went rogue and started blowing up
1: buildings and was trying to like... Oh yeah, he was actually one of the comic book villains. I can't remember his name. I wondered
0: if that was a villain. I never quite, like, looked into it, but that's one thing that Marvel does really good is, like, taking big villains and just kind of putting them as, like, uh, for lack of a better term, side quests. Yeah. Um, like, they're not shooting out there, like, hey, this is a villain that he has to deal with, or this is a villain that's causing major problems. But it's, like, you have your main villain, but you have villains that have been prominent in the comics just kind of, like, poking in without taking mm-hmm. too much attention that like marvel's uh the mcu stuff has just done a fantastic job at that um and it's kind of relieving to know that this person was like an actual villain that they worked with um yeah he had the same thing where he was uh you know building uh digging a hole and like living in the hole under a tent in his backyard because he just couldn't get away from that
1: are you talking about uh louis or louis yeah
0: You remember that part where like he almost shot his dad when he came in to check on him and then he like couldn't sleep so he went out and he like dug a hole in his backyard and just slept in there and he was like you know this is what I'm used to is what I'm more comfortable in.
1: It's also a good reflection of the people who try to use uh, like veteran PTSD as an excuse to start like uh, funding for something you know like the guy who manipulated him you know and then immediately abandoned him when shit hit the fan oh yeah they were outside of uh that law firm or whatever it was and then when he was getting arrested he just took off
0: yeah yeah
1: uh and that guy wasn't even actually in the military
0: or was so, like I think he was but he just like didn't do anything and then got disarmed or discharged or something like that yeah um but, yeah, he was not happy with him, like, faking all of it. I like um, Curtis kind of being, like, the moral anchor in all this. Because there wasn't even the part, like, he's he hosts the meetings for... Um, he
1: made a pun, and I you did? don't even know it. Moral anchor? Do you get it? You don't get it. Because they're Marines? No, the Navy's big thing is anchors, man. He's a corpsman. Alright, go ahead and edit down. <laughs> Keep moving.
0: Let's go. Oh my god, such a serious topic we're we laughing at puns now. Um Yeah, like he was the the moral anchor for that. Where but like he was struggling with it himself. He was talking in front of the meetings where he's just kind of like, you know, I you know, I tried protecting this guy, he tried protecting me, I lost a leg because of it. Like I have these demons chewing away at me i have these things that i have to work with but you know what i got a job i'm dealing with the leg i'm trying to help you guys so it's like he kind of shows that it is possible to make the most out of your life but it like that that those demons like never stop haunting you that's something that he always has to deal with that's something frank always has to deal with billy always has to deal with louis always had to deal with um And he's just trying to get them to be like, hey, just come back to civilization a little bit. Like, I'm living proof right here that it's possible, and I actually lost a
1: leg. True, true. You got Curtis, Louis, uh, Billy, and and Frank all representing different sides of what after war is like. Yeah, because Billy, like, made a
0: fortune for himself. He started a company. He was doing good, and then, like,
1: he chose to stay on that route of... You know, he was just making money off manipulating old, like, the veterans. Like, he was taking advantage of what everyone went through. He was also rich because he set up Frank, you know? Yeah. He reflects the, the, the two-sidedness of, of friendship and, like, business. And then you got Frank, who's just an angry berserker who was trying to make peace with his, his demons and then ended up losing his family because of uh, Billy. His best friend, and you got the good guy Curtis, and uh, the uh, mass murderer Lewis.
0: You know, we were talking about the the two the two personalities of Frank, like when he's when he's frantic and when he's in mission mode. Um, mm-hmm. You know, talking about the family, he's he's a totally different person when he was with Micro's family. Was it named Lieberman? The Liebermans. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. like when he was with Sarah and their, uh, and her kids and whatnot, like he was a totally different person. Like even they were like, they didn't feel uncomfortable with him despite how he dressed, how he acted, um, just kind of the vibe that they got off a stranger being in the house. Like his, his dad mode actually, like if he got to maintain being a dad, then that would have taken away from a lot of the, the punisher grief that's there. You know, that was something that was kind of like keeping him on the straight side, even if it was somebody else's family. But it's like you see that there's a dad mode and I'm wondering if um, the, the girl that he's working with in season two is kind of like bringing out that dad mode side. Maybe it's the protection side where he does go berserker again, but I feel like there might be a relationship that they develop where because he's in dad mode, he starts to like calm down on certain things.
1: It's all a possibility. Again, with Marvel's, you know, 51, 52 multiverses, you never know where Punisher's going to go. You never know. But you can be sure it's something. I mean, someone's going to die as a result. No. Yeah, Just lots on, of blown man. out kneecaps Just and one. missing limbs.
0: That's fine. No one's going
1: to die um you know i am kind of disappointed though in um, in the way jigsaw turned out i'm not gonna lie to you
0: all right so let's just go over to the topic of billy overall because i wanted to head in that direction anyways um okay. like in terms of his scars
1: yes his whole face
0: yeah because it was was it you that said that like after you watched it you just kind of had to like pause and process all that for a minute
1: yeah i know i, I definitely did. felt
0: that way even watching okay, it the second no. time, like, I, I
1: think I kind of looked away a few times, because that was very graphic. That was super gory. Can you just imagine your face getting reamed across, like, across broken glass? like? And then he was just smashing it into the glass. So, when I first saw it, I was like, wait a minute. You know, like, it started to click. Like, the name Billy Russo started, like, it sounded so familiar throughout the whole season, you know? I was like, that's such an Italian name for someone, you know what I mean? And then, like, when he started grinding his face off of the, the glass, I was like, oh, that's, that's fucked up. And then I paused it, and I was like, wait a minute, Billy Russo. So I Googled it, and sure enough, Jigsaw, you know what I mean? But. I still remember um, you
0: telling me that the first time. I think, I can't remember if you came over, if it was, like, during Open Map, but I saw you, and you were like, dude, this was a villain all this time! And I was like, What? And you, yeah. like, gave me that whole run. I still remember your
1: epiphany. Dude, that, that, was, that was such a, like, it was such a light bulb moment. Like, I was like, <laughs> what? How did I not figure this out sooner?
0: Yeah, and then you came over. We pulled out that uh, Marvel encyclopedia that I have and just started, like, going over all that stuff.
1: But the thing is, is, like, Jigsaw's face is ruined. Yeah. Like, it's, it's maliciously ruined. He has, they use horse hide. And parts of it, you know, like it doesn't even look like a face and one of his eyeballs, you know, are like more prominent than the other just from the the damaged tissue. And he just looks like a psychopath, you know, but in this one, he's still kind of I'm hoping he gets another face thrashing at the end of this season or in the middle somewhere.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of wondering what happened with that, especially with how much they were pushing, like how much of a pretty boy uh billy was how he never got you know hurt on the face or scratched on the face or anything like that Mm -hmm. um i i guess i was underwhelmed with the way they did his scars i love the masks um if if they're not going with the scars for whatever reasons i don't understand i do really like the way that the masks look on him like because that just has a lot of creepy vibes
1: to it yeah um, as you mentioned it, um, he was a pretty boy, you know. Uh, that was another characteristic of Billy Russo in the comics. Um, he he always loved looking at himself. He was just super handsome. Um, and part of his uh, his hostility towards the Punisher is that he takes that away from him. You know, no. he's hideous. Uh, also in Punisher Warzone, that's, that's another part of that movie too, but... Um, the the thing that's different about the two characters in the comic and in the show is that Billy Russo is in the Italian mafia and, um, in the comics and Billy Russo in this universe is a part of the CIA. That's a pretty interesting spin. Yeah. I like
0: that, um, the idea of the resources that he has too, where it's like, um... As opposed to the mafia. Like, if it was the mafia, then Frank would have... It would have been a lot easier for Frank because he wouldn't have to hold back on anybody. But because he has to work with um, with the government and, you know, soldiers... Because he even had that whole issue. He was like, I have to break into this military base. And what if one of these soldiers tries to shoot me for doing their job? Like, he, had, he has that moral dilemma of, like, I don't want to shoot these guys. I don't want to have to hurt these guys. I don't want to have to kill these guys. And I like that, um, because Russo was affiliated with, um, with the government operation, it was a lot harder for him to deal with the situation because, um, of the way that society would look at it, because of the way the government would look at it, and the stuff that they would come up with to, like, not make it their fault. If he was dealing with, you know, the Italian mob or the mafia or whatnot, that would make, I guess that would kill a lot of, like, the potential with the story, because it's like, okay, Punisher's going after the Mafia. It's whatever. Let him do it.
1: Yeah, uh, you're right. It does take away from the ability to build the story. Because he had to
0: beat up cops. He had to shoot soldiers. He had to break into military bases. And it was like, it that, that moral dilemma is what makes him an anti-hero instead of a villain. So getting here, it's like, you know, I actually I don't want to hurt just anybody. I don't want to kill just anybody. There's people on this list. There's people that deserve it. And I'm good at what I do, but if I show constraint, I won't be able to finish my overall mission.
1: Or he'll be put down. And he gets shot a-, a lot. Now, um, did you notice any characters named Soap in the show? Because I didn't catch any. Like S-O-A-P? Yeah, like Soap as a nickname. Mm-mm, not that I recall. okay. Uh, two of Punisher's number one accomplices in the, in the stories are Soap and Micro. We got Micro, and Soap is a cop that uh, helps Punisher get out of a lot of uh, federal trouble. Hmm. I'm hoping we see an appearance from him.
0: wonder if Agent Madani is Soap. Madani? Yeah.
1: That's a good question.
0: Cause she's in season two as well.
1: If they made him, a, if they made it a girl, that'd be a pretty interesting spin.
0: Because they're really good. Like the Netflix shows are really good about not throwing out these nicknames. Like they didn't call Fisk Kingpin until season three.
1: Yeah, until the very end. Um,
0: I'm trying to think of like other villains. That's besides the point. Um, one of the things that they wrapped up season one in was when Frank went to go see Madani in the hospital, because she got, like, shot in the head and survived. hmm Um, they were talking about, like, the condition of Billy, and they were like, he may not remember anything, he might remember it all, um, and there's a, there's a high chance that he might not be stable if he even wakes up out of this coma that he's in, so... Like, I know that he's going to be, like, revenge-ridden anyways, because, you know, he actually had, you know, for his standard, he had a decent life that he was living. You know, he had money, he had his looks, like, everything was set in stone for him, because Frank took that away. I do want to see him go just even maniacal, because something in his brain just isn't working anymore. And then oh, Badon- you mean
1: unstable as in, uh, like, mentally? yeah, yeah. yeah. Not in a health condition sense. Yeah, like I want
0: to see him like twitchy and you know, anger management just totally not a concept because because even Madani says like I hope he remembers everything and if he's on this revenge because he's not just gonna be looking for Frank he's gonna be looking for Madani because of she screwed him too right yeah um, to help yeah. Frank out and because of um the whole thing that happened with um um the the execution in afghanistan and whatnot. So, you know, she's she's being hunted just as much as Frank is. So, like for her to say I hope he remembers everything,
1: like she's going to eat those words. Oh, that's all. That also means she she's itching for a fight too. She wants yeah. to take him out just much Castle, so. I'm kind of wondering really. um if what... you if you notice yeah. in the in the news Season trailer um you do kind of get a glimpse of him like losing it a little bit um it's a part where he's holding a submachine gun and he's firing he's firing it and uh he's just like he's not just like screaming yeah he's just going mad you know so i think you'll get what you want in this new season I'm
0: trying to find that part a lot of them is just kind of him still but they did a really good job in not not showing too much but yeah, then what looks mean, like they're walking you know. into a bank, I'm only saying, yeah, it looks like they're walking like a bank or a, a safe or something. I just, I love the way that mask looks. It almost reminds me of, uh, of Crossbones from Civil War.
1: Yeah, you're talking about, uh, from, uh, Captain America, the, the part where he's been, uh, what scene is It's at that the very, the first fight scene? Yeah, it's on the, the ship, right?
0: No, that's Winter Soldier. Um, Civil War was was a, was a Sokovia. No, they weren't in Sokovia. That was the one in Age of Ultron. But they were in this they were in this outdoor city, and it was the one where like Scarlet Witch was trying to like uh, uh, construct right. the bomb. and
1: blew up half the building.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 So like I'm I'm like looking at the my my pop figure of crossbones and looking at the, the mask from Jigsaw, like how it's black around the eyes and he has like all these like cracks and cuts around it. And there's a little bit of red on there. Like that mask looks really cool. Yeah. And then, uh, Frank's got his traditional vest that just looks so
1: badass. I'm super excited to see the Punisher slam that guy's head into a knife.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's just talk about the action on this. Like, I love how it just goes from like, oh no, sweetheart, I don't get killed, I do the killing, and then yeah. there's just this montage <laughs> of him taking bullets and shooting people and kicking them around, like.
1: Dude, when he throws that guy's head into the the sink, and just like destroys them, just like effortlessly. It's like, just, oh, there was a sink there. Yeah, that shit was so good. I I can't wait for the season to start watching it.
0: I'm on a I'm on a streak right now. You're the sixth. Person I have in a row that has a martial arts background, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited for because I'm I'm gonna have you back on this when the season's over and when we watch every episode so that we can just like see like how much of what we said was right and like what actually happened and I'm like super excited to talk about the action because it's just so brutal.
1: I can tell you right now, Billy Russo is not. I just I have a feeling he's not gonna die. He's gonna be in this for the, the long run. You think so? Yeah.
0: You think he's you gonna be the, the Fisk of Fisk of Punisher?
1: Um, I'm actually thinking he's gonna Fisk is gonna make an appearance in this one. Really? Yes. You forget, man, Billy was really, really powerful before he became Jigsaw. Um and they're in the same city, so this might be during the time frame when Fisk was, like, locked up, mm-hmm. and Billy kind of superseded him and was starting to make waves. Yeah. But, uh, like, also Punisher and Fisk had a little history in Daredevil, you know? Yeah. So, if I'm hoping that Daredevil and Punisher blend their walls again, and uh, Billy Russo and Fisk pair up, and then we get some some nice... 2 on 2 You know what I mean?
0: Hmm. I would almost want to save that for season 3. Uh,
1: I would I would definitely save it if I was the director, but I'm not. I'm the fan. And,
0: <laughs> and you it. want everything now and so much more yeah, like, forever to come. <laughs> I'm just trying to think in terms of storyline because, like, the only thing that's really getting him super involved, aside from gang violence... Like, Billy Russo is the only connection that he has to his past now. Aside from Curtis, but Curtis ain't trying to kill him. Um, you know, Billy's the only thing that... So, that that's why I want him to stay around. Because I want him to, like, constantly be coming back and poking him and reminding him of what he lost. And kind of, like, keeping him from
1: moving on. Keeping that torture alive. Yeah, I think you might be onto something, Zoo. Maybe Frank wants the same thing. Maybe Billy Russo gives him purpose.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the, kind of like the Joker for Batman.
1: Yeah, quite possibly.
0: Or it's like, oh, things are getting stable. You you getting a little happy there? Okay, I'm gonna cause chaos now.
1: Yeah. And that yeah. would be cool
0: if like whatever his plan is in, in season two it just doesn't work out, and then he's like. Screw it, I'm going to work with Fisk on the next one. I'm wondering how much of this is
1: going to happen. They would make a great team, Fisk and Billy Russo, cause a lot of damage.
0: I'm wondering how much of this is actually going to be in New York. Like, if they're going to come back to it or if it's actually happening. Like, I'm getting, like, Midwest vibes out of it, but I don't know.
1: Uh, I don't think so. I think he traveled. I think he was trying to get away kind of like how he did in the beginning of season one, but Mm -hmm. he's just going to get drawn
0: right back to it. You know, one of the things that I noticed in in season one about Billy was, like, how towards the end they really had to show that he actually was a badass because you kind of saw the business side of him more than anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, the the main part that you actually see him in action is when uh, they're... when they're... Man, who are they? Um, Homeland Security. That's what it was. Um, yeah. Where they had their, their face off with, with Homeland. And Madani's partner died. And that whole team died. And like he was just like executing his own guys. It's like, oh no. Uh, You're not yeah, spilling anything. Like, You're, dead. Dead. Oh. You're dead. You're uh, dead. You're dead. So that's when you kind of like saw him in full action. Like what he's capable. And how much of a badass he is. And then kind of like showing his weapon set too. How he has that like, Assassin's Creed blade. Mm-hmm under his sleeve um and then towards the end
1: Um, sorry uh i said he's a sociopath when you really get down to it man like he knew those people and he still murdered them
0: yeah he's on frank's level of crazy but he doesn't have that pain of losing somebody that was dear to him he was an orphan he never had a family he never got married you know he's just made to kill and he doesn't really care about the repercussions because it's all on him. Like he's either dead or he's dealing with it. Whereas Frank, he made that connection. He made those two lives. And now, you know, this it's, it's because he lost one of those lives that like, he's not ever going to be complete again. Um, But then they go back to Billy and like when they had the whole exchange of trading Lieberman and Castle for uh, Lieberman's family. And then you see how good of a sharpshooter he is. Yeah. Um, by, like, blowing out all the tires so that uh, he wouldn't get chased. Um. And then when Homeland was, like, going into his, I guess, his workplace, he's just walking around with chill music, just, like, one shot killing everybody. He killed, like, yeah. eight or ten agents, just walked out and blew the place up. So then, like, that really did set the stage of, like, like Frank is going to have to work for this win right now because... Billy is not to be messed around with so if that's him you know cool and collected I can't wait to see him where he's lost and now he's at that point he's on that Frank point where his his main happiness everything that was
1: good for him is gone and, and he, even when he had all those things he was still unstable Yeah. so now that they're all gone he has nothing to lose pretty much he's gonna be Frank's pretty much uh better half for lack of better words in this just because he's uh they're just they're gonna play off each other. Yeah. Serious.
0: It's gonna be good. I'm excited to see how Curtis gets involved in this. I wanna know who his new love interest is. How that works out.
1: Well, he's had a few here and there in the comics. But uh I'm hoping this one sticks around just for him. Yeah. My boy needs some, some ass. Okay. It's been dry <laughs> for a while. Uh, you know what I
0: mean? uh fortify the walls castle.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna be punish her for nothing. Oh god. <laughs> there will be blood.
0: There will be blood. I'm excited for the action I'm excited for the story. Um It it just has a really high standard to go off of. Season one was so good. It was. I love I this mean, last part of the trailer where it's like, "Hey, why don't you get some food?" It's like, I'm gonna need some money. Just pulls out a wad of cash with blood all over it. It's
1: like, yeah, not suspicious yeah. at all. It's cool. Even even in like Punisher's introduction to the Marvel Netflix universe, mm-hmm. in Daredevil season two, is something to live up to. Like, he just, they hint at it at first, with the Daredevil investigating, like, this whole fucking, this uh whole bunch of Irish mobsters getting shot up, and then, mm-hmm. like, they re- finally reveal the Punisher, and it's like, holy shit. But uh, Punisher has such a, a long backstory that, and, like, such a, a good character development that you can't really fit him into a movie, you know? I think I think he deserved a whole Netflix series.
0: Yeah, that's what I really like about the Netflix stuff. Uh, Too bad Punisher is probably going to be canceled in like two three weeks.
1: Well, that's Netflix's fault. That's probably just because, like you said, the buyout. You know, Disney's probably going to take over on it.
0: Yeah, because they're trying to do a, uh There's a streaming service called Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's supposed to like compete with Netflix and all of these properties because they belong to Disney because they belong to Marvel um, is going to be theoretically on the streaming service because all these um, Netflix announcements they say Netflix is canceling the show but you know there's still a future for these heroes but they're not really saying much out of it. So that's the that's been like the, the common speculation is that they're going to be taking these shows and taking it over to the, the Disney Plus service, which is going to be hilarious when you have something like Frozen and then Punisher popping up right next to it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But everything's been under the ABC Studios name. There's going to be a Marvel exclusive content on there. And they left all these shows on a good cliffhanger. Like, Luke Luke Cage Season 2, I thought, was was pretty good, but had a strong cliffhanger. Season 2 of Iron Fist was fantastic. Uh, Strong cliffhanger. Um, Jessica Season 2 was okay.
1: I have not gotten around to watching any of those superheroes Season 2s. And now that Punisher 2 is out, I still won't get around to watching them.
0: Did you watch Season
1: 3 Daredevil? I did, of course. I mean, okay. Daredevil.
0: Come on. Okay. Yeah, that was... I got a was... reversible
1: hat with the Daredevil and Punisher logo on it. That's awesome. You have that too, don't you? Not that I recall. No? You don't? I thought you got it in one of your little loot crates. No? No? Well, I was gonna say twinning, but never mind.
0: Yeah, don't say that. Alright,
1: so if you had to choose between being Daredevil or the Punisher, who would you be? Ooh. Uh... Daredevil. Why?
0: Um, he's picked up on more martial arts styles. Um, he can still do a serious amount of damage without having to kill anybody. He actually has, you know, the superpower of being able to see and sense and smell and have, you know, everything around him. Um, so I kind of like the, the psychological approach in that with the assets that he has and being able to hear heartbeats and... Um, kind of, like, diagnose himself and whatnot, because he still takes heavy hits, he's still a strong dude, excellent fighter, um, I mean, hell, he knocked out Frank Castle. And Fisk.
1: Huh? And Fisk beat the shit out of him. Yeah? Twice.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, um, oh my god, why am I drawing a blank on his name right now, Matt? Murdoch? Yeah, Matt Murdock. Wow, I really am tired. Uh, Matt Murdock's capable of going as far as the Punisher because of like how much he has lost. Like, if anybody like Foggy had died, like, I guess spoilers for Daredevil season, everything. Um, if Foggy had died, like, he would totally <laughs> be in the same boat as Frank, and I feel like he would be a lot more vicious as well because he has be those fair. powers.
1: A force to reckon with. Yeah. But what, put, what separates the two is just that, that line of being able to kill or not. Yeah. Like you said. So, What about you? Come on, man. You serious?
0: <laughs> For the fans. They
1: don't know you as go, well as I do. Go ahead and take a wild fucking guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> Punish her, bro.
0: All right, I get it. You want to be Paige? Page.
1: Yeah, Karen Page. Honestly, just to look at myself naked, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, that reporter's fine, man. Her backstory's fucked up, too. Yeah, dude, that was just. Uh,
0: is she in the season
1: of Punisher? She might be. I know she has, uh,. He's very well connected to him. Like, they have a thing. In this in this series. I don't know about the comics.
0: Hmm. I wasn't even sure if Karen Page was in the comics, but like I said, I never really looked into it. One of those things, I either know it or I don't.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I've never really read Daredevil comics too much, so...
0: It makes me wonder, like, how much he actually wants to leave behind in this. Um, If he's leaving New York behind, how much he actually wants to keep in touch with Karen. I want to know, like, at what point this is for Karen, if it's post-season 3 of Daredevil, if, you know, she's working with Matt again, or if they're on weird terms, or if he's dead, or... Like, I do want them to address that. Like, because he had such a relationship with with, uh, Matt... That's like a, Even in season two, I want him to say, like, hey, how's Red doing?
1: Oh, he's dead. Oh, uh, that'd be fucking dope. Yeah. I'll give him a little shout-out. But, I, I mean, he does still need to branch away from that. Like, cause Daredevil introduced him and gave him a strong standing. And then, you know, he's got his own thing going with this season. But yeah. as a fan, yeah, I'd love to hear or see Daredevil make up. Because Paige... Uh...
0: Karen Page, you know, she whines about, like, everything that she's dealing with, so I do want her to at least say, like, you know, oh, because Matt's dead, I have to deal with this, this, and this, and Fr- you just see Frank kind of, like, flinch a little bit, like, what, Red's dead? Or him make the comment, is like, man, if only he crossed the line, maybe he'd still be alive, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I don't know, I don't,
1: I, maybe this will take place, uh, I mean, where does, where does the Punisher's deal with uh, billy in the first season take place in the daredevil series i honestly have no idea because that could be well before he meets daredevil i mean if you think about it he's already pretty well no no
0: because um season or the the beginning of season one is him carrying off with what he started at the end of season two of daredevil because that's when he made the vest and he started going on the cartel hunt so, uh, I think season one of Punisher was post-Defenders.
1: Post-Defenders?
0: Yeah. I think mm-hmm. it came out after Defenders, too.
1: I don't know. Um, okay, so it, it might it might actually be before Defenders. Now, now I think about it, just because... I'd have to hear them mention something about the defenders man in this in this next season for me to know, you know, kind of like how they did in uh like how the defenders what was it Luke Cage
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of like shouted out the incident you know with the Avengers, you know, kind of just knows where they are in the timeline Helped yeah figure it out
0: Jessica Jones did that as well, and then um Iron Fist had that whole thing of Matt told me to save a city, so they all had nods to it but i also feel like somebody like matt would intervene if he found out that castle was like running around the city killing people again
1: true so it's
0: it's that part alone that makes me feel like matt's dead at this point
1: Mm, that's a good theory
0: because he's one of the few people that know that um that frank's alive
1: he's also one of the only few people willing to to do or say something about it.
0: Yeah, because something like that would interfere with what he
1: does. But then again, if if Frank was running around at this time, killing people, Iron Fist would have definitely gotten wind of it and tried to do something. That's why I'm kind of still leaning towards this is before Defenders. Hmm. Before any of them came around. Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones, they all would have fucking done something about it.
0: Maybe it was all simultaneous.
1: Yeah. We'll never know. His fans will never truly be sure. Yeah. Until they drop a fucking hint.
0: <laughs> now, nah, I really do hope that Daredevil gets a little shout-out on this. Or at least yeah, for he- Karen to bring him up. Alright, man. You got any other uh, speculations or thoughts? or?
1: Um... No, I don't have anything more to contribute.
0: All right, man, so um, the plan right now is me and my friend Frank, not Frank Castle, other Frank, Weird coincidence, are going to do an episode-by-episode review of this (coughs) thing, just because it lives right around the corner for me, Um, but once the season is done, I'm going to give you a call, and we're going to do a whole episode just talking about the whole season, what we like, what we didn't like how much of our speculations were right what we thought of the action scenes and all that good stuff so uh we'll get in touch for that all right Sound good in the meantime if you want to listen to the episodes the episode by episode blow down and then just to kind of give you an idea of what we talked about and what you and i can talk about then that'd be cool
1: okay Sound good
0: all right um like i've been saying in the in the other cast there's finally a facebook page would highly appreciate if you guys could look up fandom chit chat on facebook give it a like tell your friends about it um do it would really love y'all's feedback on this so if you guys watch punisher season two uh send me a message or post on on the page what your thoughts were what you want us to talk about um what your opinions are and everything and we would love to get you uh love to get you on the show All right, uh, Greg, thank you so much for doing this, and I will talk to you again in a couple weeks.
1: All right, Zoo. Take
0: care. (laughs) Chat with you soon. Bye. Bye.